It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, January 6th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Did not feel like a Friday today. No. Feels like a Thursday. It feels like we have to work tomorrow, but we don't. Maybe it's because of all we're still all wonky from the holidays. It's very confusing. Yeah. You're working like- Monday next week, and then you're off for the rest of the week, correct? Yes. Also super weird. Off on your cat skiing trip? Yeah. I'm going to Chatter Creek. Are so, you all prepared for it? Uh, I got a lot of things to get organized and stuff for the weekend, for sure. Like, uh, you're only supposed to bring a 25-pound bag with you. Which, That's not much. When you think of ski gear, and we're there for four days, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of stuff to try and bring for 25 pounds. Although I did it last year. Last year it was the same amount, and I figured it out. You basically just bring all of your layers for skiing, and then, like, a sweater and a pair of pants. That's about it. Do they have facilities for you to wash stuff if you need to? They don't. No. They, what about dry stuff? Uh, what if all your layers are soaked? Can I you dry them? Not that I saw last time. No, but you gotta hang them up? Yeah, you just hang them up, and they're always good. Like, luckily, with all that ski gear, it, it dries fast. Mm-hmm. But the lodge is so remote, right? Because you fly in. It's a 20-minute helicopter ride from Donald, B.C. into this lodge. So everything that gets shipped in there has to be shipped in by snowmobile uh, um, as well. So it makes things a lot more yeah, compact man, and difficult. It sounds like such a cool trip. Like, yeah, it's... it's I would have to be a lot richer before I would I would spend the money on something like that because I it's not cheap, is it? No. Um, but no. just to even go to a place like that, like just to even see this lodge and go that deep into the backcountry, I think would be so much fun. It's truly a pipe dream. Like it's a dream come true, once in a lifetime trip for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited for it. And there's no cell service, so I'm just completely off the grid for four days. Once in a lifetime, though, you did it last year. I did. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yearly. Well, yeah. We've talked about this, but I can't actually afford to go on this trip. Um, but yeah, I got a little bit of a uh, little bit of cash that made it doable this year. But nice. I think this will probably be the last year because it's. Uh, yeah. So, so I can't. We'll I see. Can't afford to keep doing it. <laughs> we'll see next year. Yeah, I've I've had some side hustles where I've made a little extra cash. So I'm like, basically, if I do those, that money yeah. gets put aside to see if I can make it happen again. But I, yeah. I think that's what lots of people do with their side hustles. It's like, yeah. you know, I have this little thing on the side that I do and that allows us to take this trip or yep. to make this extra purchase. I know like even growing up, my dad, um, he was like, he was a police officer, but then on the side, he ran a, a lawn care business and like the money from that went into like a vacation fund for the family totally. quite often. So I think that's what lots of people do with their yeah, and if my side hustle hadn't paid off, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, there's no way. So <laughs> I, got, I got lucky this year. <laughs> uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about when Shauna boofed over the holidays. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a bit about that World Junior gold medal game last night. Don't know if you watched it or not. And etymology, uh, I messed up at my house just recently. Something that's going on in U.S. politics at the moment. It's a special day today on the calendar, although you may not have known. I didn't. Facing a bit of a dilemma as a family with what to do uh, this coming year, and we'll maybe get your take on this. Got some Vancouver soft news and a million-dollar idea talking about side hustles here, Shauna. I think we're, we can make a little money with this after your out-of-context clip of the show. Welcome to Poopers. Can I help you find anything? Yeah, I'm looking for the right pants to squeeze my enormous clog blaster into. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was in a store with my kids, Bo and Brigham, the other day, and there was uh, there were a lot of younger women working there Mm -hmm. and Bo whispered to me he pulled me down whispered to me he's like do you have to have a big butt to work here 
It's so. hilarious that he noticed that. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he's kind of at like that. That's how tall he is, that's right? That's true. Yeah. And clearly these girls were packing some rear heat and proud of it. He, yeah. I think that might be a million dollar idea, Shauna, for you and I, because the, the butts just keep getting bigger and bigger. It's We've true. talked about this. Yeah. Might as well just open a store, call it Poopers, and, and just, we just specialize in that. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I think you and I could make some real money with a store called Poopers. I think so as well. The newest styles are arriving at Poopers, where your foofer is our focus. We have dedicated styles for every gigantic crapper, from huge to I need two chairs to support this ass. And our friendly staff has just the biggest mud dogs you ever did see. Welcome to Poopers. Can I help you find anything? Yeah, I'm looking for the right pants to squeeze my enormous clog blaster into. This weekend, don't miss don't miss the chair smasher door crasher. Stupid good deals for your stupid huge chug. And don't worry, we have extra wide doors and extra large mirrors so that you can see your colossal poo cauldron in all its glory. So back that cement truck through the doors of your nearest poo. <laughs> Sorry. Let me try again. Let me try again here. So twist that pepper grinder into your nearest poopers. Trends for your toilet plugger. Trousers for your tub thumper. Poopers. Fashion for your fart cannon. Where your poo buffet is our passion. Poopers. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I've stumbled across a few great Vancouver soft headlines that I figured ah. I'd pass along to you, back. Yes, it's been a while. It's been a while. You go right ahead. So these, of course, are headlines that just come from the land of the soft. It's just a little bit warmer there. A little bit softer, yep. so uh, their headlines tend to follow this as well. Uh, first one: horses play with noisy rubber chicken in Stanley Park. Just as it sounds, horses were playing with a rubber chicken, and this was a headline. Okay, I made the news, hey? Yeah, it did. Sure did. Join a laughter session or read poetry in the park. Free events this week. So they. What's a laughter session? Uh, apparently, I looked into this. It's a session where you. You all go and you sit down in your chairs in a circle and you just laugh. So it's not like there's a comedian or anything. No, no. no one's you, making you laugh. You, you just, just laugh hysterically, <laughs> like exactly, and stare at each other as you do it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that actually might be really funny. I mean, it could be could be really funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, yoga studio hosts New Year's meditation drum circle to bring uplifting energy into New Year. What would this be without yoga and yeah. a drum circle, right? Very hippie, very Vancouver. And this one, foul play, the mystery of a missing duck has Vancouver birders concerned. So this article then... It's so soft. So, so, so <laughs> The article then goes on to say that a woman attempted to lure the white duck into her car the other day before being told by a stranger to stop. It was so, a near duck napping, it was, and they thwarted it. The potential duck napper then jumped in her car and sped off, and residents are now concerned that she has come back and stolen the white duck. Wow. They're very concerned about this. <laughs> They're keeping tabs on the white duck and making sure that... this We're talking duck napping here. Most cities that size have real crime and real problems, like, and I, Vancouver has real problems too. They do. The words <laughs> luring, and we're talking a duck here. I was like, okay, come on, Vancouver. What did she use to lure the duck? Was oh, it, my God. Was it stale bread? Yes, probably. <laughs> the birders were concerned also. Very, very concerned. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We're looking at baseball registration for the boys this summer. Yeah. This spring, I should say. And, um, cause we, That's exciting. We were moving last year, and we missed baseball. And the boys were upset they didn't get to play, and I felt bad about that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but we uh, it I guess it gets quite a bit more competitive for Bo this year. Like it's there's evaluations and there's some pitching, and then it's like four nights a week I think for him or four days a week. Four nights yeah, a week. That's what McKenna was saying. It's four nights a week, and he's eight. That seems a little intense, doesn't it? I thought so. Four ni- It's a short season. Like, okay. it's April till June, I think. But it, it looks like they go pretty hard for those few months that they are playing. And then Brigham would be, I think, two nights a week for his Holy ball. Holy crap. That just seems like a lot. <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, that's quite a commitment there. Like, and if then- you're, you know, getting up into higher tiers or more competitive tiers of, let's say, hockey, I can kind of understand when you maybe have more practices a week. but Or any sport. I mean, when you get up there, you're basically like, practicing or playing every day. When you're just starting out to... Mm-hmm. Commit four days a week? Seems like a lot. That's more it? than half the week. That's <laughs> almost as much time as you're in school. Like, um, wow. Okay. And then uh, they, they both want to play basketball in the fall because they both really like basketball. And now that we've been skating so much, Bo says, maybe I'd like to play hockey next winter too. Oh, God. I was like, holy crap. You're going to be busy. <laughs> this is, like, how do you do that? How the do you taxi do- of dad is going to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, you know... Like, that's what we did growing up. My brothers and I, we played everything. We played hockey, football, baseball, basketball. And my parents must have just been going all the time. Yeah. And I was talking to my dad last night on FaceTime. And I was like, what was that like? Like, did you guys have any free time or were you just going so... And he kind of downplayed it. He was like, yeah, it was busy. But it was like, you said it was seasonal. Yeah. So you'd have like a long break in the summer. But I mean, hockey and basketball season is basically the whole winter. It's like September till what? April, May? Although now that you so, say it, like for me, I yeah, I did a different thing every single day of the week, but I had yeah. something every day of the week. So what's the difference between that and having four days of the the same thing? It's probably actually even easier. Yeah, because you're probably going to similar places. Yeah, but that uh, is, I know, I always look back at that too, and I'm like, every day I had something going on that somebody had to drive me to. Yeah, and if you got two kids going, oh. and then two parents going two different directions, yeah, how do you do that? I mean, I want uh, if they want to participate in these activities i want to give them every opportunity to do it because i had that chance growing up yeah but i'm also like i would like a little bit of little bit of my own time somewhere in there do bad what about my fitness they'll get it when they graduate what about my body oh no what's gonna happen to my body guys i I can't pump iron (laughs) what am i gonna do maybe that's where the dad bod comes from perhaps dad wants to be at the gym but he just can't because just he's got to be at three different events. Just keep some weights in the back of your dad van there and just pump it. All right, good luck. I'm going to be over by the truck. Oh, my God. Look at this meathead. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I don't get the paper, uh, and I didn't actually realize that classified ads still existed in papers, but a friend posted an ad from the Okotoks paper yesterday, and in the classifieds, there was a heading that said, Wanted Sasquatch Skulls. And then it goes on to list off that this Todd is looking for rare coin collections, silver bars, sterling silver, pre-1968 coins, jewelry, all kinds of stuff. And Sasquatch skulls. And Sasquatch skulls. And that says to call Todd if you got any of these. Well, maybe if you're looking for really rare items like that, you need to go kind of off the beaten path. Like maybe there's not a lot of Sasquatch skulls on Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Maybe you have to go to the classifieds of the newspaper to get that sort of thing. I mean, it seems like you'd have a bigger reach if you did look for Sasquatch skulls online, though, than just in the classifieds of Okotoks. Maybe he's doing that, too. Maybe. Maybe he's also out there. I really think you need to cast a wide net. To get the Sasquatch skulls. In the Sasquatch skull game, Yeah, I think. for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a black Sasquatch skulls market or what, but... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. 
and then right above that ad, it said, wanted used guns and to call Ron if you have used guns. Okay. Yeah. Which So uh, it's a different kind of... Uh, it's a different world out there than what I thought. Buying and selling service. Yeah. You know, can you... I don't know. Maybe you can't buy and sell guns. On Kijiji and uh, Facebook Marketplace, can't. They have all kinds of rules. Because I know I had a, um, mm. I had like a hookah pipe right. when I was younger, and I want it was a really nice one. I wanted to sell it, but they wouldn't let me list it on on Marketplace or Kijiji because it's technically a tobacco product. Okay, well, if so, you can't sell hookah pipes, you probably can't sell guns. Probably not. Yeah. So I should have tried to sell it in the Oak Tokes Classifieds right beside Ron and Todd there. <laughs> Gun, used guns Ron, and Sasquatch skulls. So. Ron, Ron and Dahl looking for those Sasquatch skulls and guns. DNS in 20 minutes or less. Today is the Christian feast of Epiphany, Shauna. Blessed Epiphany to you. This is so funny. Uh, yesterday that popped up on my laptop and I'm like, it says to Epiphany tomorrow. I was like, what the hell does that mean? I'm like, I'm going to have an Epiphany tomorrow? Like, this is great. I had no idea what Epiphany was. I saw the same pop-up. Yeah. And that's what got me looking into the Christian feast day of Epiphany. Yeah, I did had no idea that this, this was a thing, but here so, we are. It celebrates the arrival of the wise men to visit Jesus after he was born. Okay. So it's funny because if you look at a nativity scene, you got like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and usually the donkey and a camel, and then yep. there's the angels, and there's the shepherds, and, and then, then Jesus's nest, Jesus. as, your, <laughs> as your son called the manger, still my favorite name for a manger. There I'm he always is. calling it there that in his nest, just incubating there. Yes, right? he is there. Yeah, uh, and then there's the wise men, right? Are the kings or the three kings? And there's the we three kings song, and they have the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and everyone knows that part of the story. Mm-hmm. But um, those guys actually weren't there at the birth, according to like the biblical record. They showed up sometime later. Oh. As much as two years later, by some interpretations of the story. So those guys were late. They were late to the party. Yep. I don't know if they were flying Air Canada or they... Boo. <laughs> Bad joke. Bad I joke. A, I thought it was a zinger. Boo. Lost their bags, had to go buy some gold, frankincense, and myrrh somewhere else in a hurry. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the Epiphany Eve, which was yesterday is the day to take down your Christmas decorations in some Christian traditions. Oh. So in some Christian countries around the world, decorations went down yesterday. Okay. And if you don't take them down yesterday, you're supposed to wait until Candlemas, mm. which is February 2nd. That's the next opportunity to take it down. And it's supposed to be like kind of a bad look that you didn't get them down. Until the Sunwing flight finally gets back from Mexico. So that's oh, February 2nd. Oh, look at us. Yeah. Can't stop us. I had to keep going now with that anyway. <laughs> Okay, so February 2nd is February 2nd, okay. so uh-huh. um, Groundhog Day is your next opportunity to take down your decorations if you subscribe to this belief. Interesting. Um, McKenna didn't get the memo. Our Christmas tree is still up, as are all of our Christmas decorations, so mm. looks like we're waiting until Groundhog Day to get those down. I was really more excited to have an actual epiphany. I was like, Google knows me so well now that they know that I'm going to have an epiphany tomorrow. This is great. Nope. It's a wise man. Okay. Late to the party. Good That's to know. what it was. The yeah. BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Piper, have you been following what's been going on with Kevin McCarthy in the U.S.? No, but I keep getting the push notifications that say, like, McCarthy fails again or uh-huh. whatever. Like, I, what is this all about? I haven't even looked into it. So I'm not going to pretend to know much about U.S. politics. But basically, Kevin McCarthy is attempting to become House Speaker for the Republicans. And, of course, it comes down to a vote. Well, he lost the first vote. And instead of being like, okay, clearly people don't want me to be House Speaker, he just keeps trying to get in. So he has now lost 11 votes in a row. It's come down what? to a vote 11 separate times, and he's lost every single one, and he's not given up. Is there a limit on how many times you can try? There is not. No. 
And every time he he has another vote, I guess he tries to make some concessions and tries to bribe people to basically be on his side and win the next vote. And it's not happening. In fact, I think he's losing some of the votes even more. And then he'll regain some support and then he'll lose again. And everybody's like, at what point, sir, do you just go... I shouldn't be House Speaker. Yeah, they don't want you, bro. They don't don't like you. It's becoming a joke now, Maybe it's more complicated than that. Like I said, I don't understand how specifically how that system works, but... I just... How embarrassing, (laughs) because every time he loses another vote, like, it gets broadcast. As you see, everybody's getting these push notifications. McCarthy loses again. Like, eventually, it's got to kind of batter you a little bit. Yeah. Like, just after... I mean, I think I would have given up after maybe vote number two... I was going to say one, maybe even. One, like, you know, then maybe if there was, maybe the vote was miscounted or something. Let's try again. And then after two, nope. Okay, we're good. I'm going to step down now. That's a pretty clear message. I'm it's not the guy. It's pretty obvious. After, You're not that guy. Like eight. And he's just there like, no, no, we're going for nine. No. <laughs> no, and then 10, 11. And like, where will it ever end? Or is he just going to keep going until he, well, people until are he asking. gets his votes? They're like, at what point are you going to just understand that maybe you're not going to be House Speaker? And he goes, when I win. So how many how many more votes? Well, you know what? You are a little misguided. The man sir. is determined. He sure, he He's, is the little engine that could. He really is, you know? What's your strongest quality that you would bring to the job? I'd say determination. I'll never give up. I'm, I'm relentless. I'll like, never give uh, up. The unrelenting Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We missed garbage day yesterday. Oh, no. Didn't have the bin out. This is a bad time of year to miss garbage oh, day. Oh, right after Christmas? Yeah. When you got all that backup of all the, you know. Like, at any time, if you're a family and you got a lot of garbage and garbage collection only happens every two weeks, it's disastrous mm-hmm. to miss garbage day. Yeah. But especially right now, like oh, you said, yeah. couldn't have picked the worst week all to miss. All the wrapping paper and all the... Oh, man. Garbage. For, oh, yeah. It's bad. Our bin was already over full, and like it was already with, with the lid wouldn't fully close, and now we got we got. What do we do for the next two weeks? We just have to produce no garbage for two weeks. There's the old gar- garbage family over there now. <laughs> oh, the garbage is down. Oh, the, the garbage family. Yeah, we McKenna, know them. McKenna said she heard the truck and chased it down the street, but it was too late. It was gone. Oh, hey, no. come back! I got garbage. Just naked, dude. Just out of the shower. Oh no! Come back here. <laughs> Take my garbage, please. Oh, man. So I guess I'll be doing a bit of illegal dumping. Going to have to figure out some illegal dumping in the coming days, mm. which is uh, about the biggest criminal thrill I get. I mean, you could go to the dump my life. and not do it illegally, but... Uh, it's just cost 25 bucks, though. Oh, jeez. Uh, You're a cheap, cheap Sasky. I'm very cheap. Yeah, cheap so instead Sasky, you just so want to dump illegally. Anybody knows of a bin <laughs> anywhere... Uh, yep. that's what my weekend looks like, I guess. You are just such a badass. Oh, man, what a thrill, hey? Oh, man. <laughs> back with a badass over there doing all the illegal dumping. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, this was nice. Right after we said that on the air, I uh, got a message from a friend of the show, and I can't say who or why, but he's like, I can come pick that up for you, that garbage, and get rid of it. Which is fantastic. Like, that is, whew, that bails me out. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was prepared for the next couple of weeks to like discreetly drop a little bit of garbage here and there all over the city, like yep. like Andy Dufresne shaking out pieces of the wall in the yard at Shawshank, shaking it out of his leg. Andrew Dumfrain. <laughs> yeah, so sneaking around, yeah. Good. So that's very nice. Thank you. I don't know if that's uh, an abuse of this position to take him up on that, but you know what? I was in a bind, so I'm doing it. Man, doing it. So you're not a badass after all. No, I'm. 
not the dangerous outlaw that everyone thought I was. No. Just a regular dad. And I'm going to be honest, though. You, I mean, you, garbage bin. You illegally dump quite a bit here. <laughs> I know. Well, go ahead could, and tell the story. You go ahead. You can, well, yeah. we got off the air. I was I was debating on the air talking about calling you out a little bit. And I was like, after I got we got off, I was like, I'm not going to. I didn't say that live. But, I mean, there there used to be this, this dumpster right across from work here and every morning I'd see you take some garbage from the truck and just sneak in that dumpster at 5am and I'm like, uh-huh, Especially okay. when we were doing our reno, I'd always have like a board or two that I had to get rid of and I'm like, uh. Yeah, yeah. every time I'd right see your there. truck park, I'm like, where'd he go? I think he'd be in the dumpster just tossing stuff. I was like, okay. Well, cool. this dumpster was incredible because there's there's such a, a homeless population around here that anything that went in the dumpster eventually came back out of the dumpster it's and went true. somewhere else. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like a tree. It's like a trade post. Like a, tra- <laughs> yeah, like a downtown trading post. Yeah. So like I'd throw something in there and then I'd check the next day and it'd be gone. Someone found a use for it and took it. As but- they say, one man's garbage is another man's treasure. <laughs> so you were just living that lifestyle. So then they moved this dumpster because I think they were probably tired of they probably saw what filling it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a... Uh- Yep. Well, thank you for not calling me out on the air phone. Well, I called you out on the podcast, so not much better, but here we are. <laughs> um, we got a message from our friends at Shane Homes, and they wanted to let you know about their community in Airdrie called Midtown. Yeah, it's in the final phase, and it's a great community. It has a, a central pond and a walking bridge, and it's like right in the heart of Airdrie as well. So They build three different types of houses in, in Midtown, paired homes, lane homes, and single-family front drive homes. So if Airdrie has been a place you've been eyeing up or you're from Airdrie and you're in the market for a new home. I know uh, Mariah from our afternoon show, I think she just bought a place in Airdrie, didn't she? Oh, that's awesome. I th- I th- I, did I get there? Justin, are you out there? Did Mariah just move to Airdrie? Okay. I never see Mariah and Ty because we work such opposite hours. I know. Me neither. Um, it really sucks. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, we need to have a party together with the staff because it's horse crap when we don't get to see the afternoon show like that. Yeah. But I saw on fi- on Instagram that I think she moved out to Airdrie. So. Yeah. I was looking at Midtown. It looks awesome. You can go to shanehomes.com and then they have a, a section right on the front where it says where we build and you can click on that and then they show the map of Calgary and area and you can click on the different communities where they build houses. Um, shanehomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So Sherry asked me to look into the term wet behind the ears and where that comes from. How would you define wet behind the ears? How would you use it in a sentence? Uh, so it just means like inexperienced or kind of new to something, like not overly well-versed in something. Can I take a guess at where this comes from? Yeah, for sure. Does it have to do with like dogs when they're born? It has to do with, yeah, animals or even humans when they're born. And I never really thought about that or put it together. But basically when a baby is born, especially in the case of a newborn farm animal, for example, it's covered in amniotic fluid. Mm-hmm. And the last place to dry from that fluid is behind the ears. Ah. Uh, for the most part, because the animals will actually lick all of that off, right? In the When they're first born okay. and get all that amniotic, and the last place they'll lick is behind the animal's ears. Interesting. So to do with a newborn animal or newborn human or whatever, uh, that's why it's inexperienced, right? A newborn New human, too. Yeah, I never thought that we're... We're wet when we come out too, aren't we? Yeah, it's pretty gross to think about. Pretty gross when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. it's not a not a delightful. Amniotic I'm sorry, fluid. If you are eating breakfast right now, I apologize for this, but Sherry wanted to know. Bet you weren't expecting to hear about amniotic fluid at eight forty-five in the morning. Nope, you'd probably not. And yet here we are. Uh-huh. Thanks to etymology with Shauna. 
VNS in 20 minutes or less. Did you watch the uh, gold medal game in the World Juniors last night, Shauna? I did. Yes. It was an exciting finish. Uh, I, this is going to sound embarrassing. I watched it and then I went home to watch overtime because I went out to watch the rest of it. I was like, okay, I'm watching the rest of it at home. It was, uh, yeah, it started out really good and then it got uh, a little more terrifying than it should have in the middle there. Yeah. yeah. It got close. I was, so I was watching the pregame show and they had like the TSN panel and you know, like when they, when they start the broadcast and they have the big, the big intro and everything and then they'll go to the panel and the host of the panel always wants to say something kind of profound that sort of like sets the mood yep. for the, the, you know, the magnitude of the game and the moment and stuff. Totally. And James Duthie, this is what he said, and I don't know if this is a word for word, I, my PVR wasn't working, but he said, in every action movie, something bad happens to the hero early on, but they get redemption in the end. Canada hopes that's the script for them. And I was like, so the implication is that Canada is the hero and then Czechia is the villains? Oh is that... <laughs> Is that kind of what he was suggesting? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, doesn't it? I mean, they always do that, right? They always want to set a story. It's always For sure. creating the storyline. And this is what they say. Oh, that's so funny. But I was like, if we're the hero, then that means they're the villains. Oh, here come the checks. Look, oh, look, da, 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 da. look at them. They're evil. Watch out for they the checks. evil. Oh, man. <laughs> you ever seen Jackie on a map? You know how close it is to Russia? Yeah. They're bad guys. Every Boo. single one of them. They commit crimes. <laughs> they do bad things all the time. And I was when he Every said that, single I was check like, in. honestly, outside of Canada in the hockey world, we're probably the villains. We totally are. We're like the Yankees yep. of hockey. I'm mm-hmm. sure the rest of the world was cheering for Czechia in Absol- that game last night. When Czechia so, won that game, like, as he, we said after that, it was just like, that's all they needed is to beat Canada in that, that, first, game, in that yeah. first game. It's just like, holy. Yeah. So if they had won, that would have been the underdog story. That would yep. have been... You know what everybody, That's what everybody would celebrate. We're expected to win this. We're Canada, and it's That's hockey. It. Yep. So for him to say like, "That's so," you funny. know, the hero gets redemption. No, but <laughs> no. Again, the, the Disney finish would have been Czechia winning. He can say so. whatever he wants because we're the only country that cares <laughs> and watches, right? So Czechia didn't see that. They have more important Nobody things. Yeah. V and S in twenty minutes or less. So we talk about boofs on this radio station. A boof, which is when somebody freaks up, right? Like we hear, especially with newscasters and stuff. If we hear somebody who makes a big. A boof. A big boof. A boof can be any time where you just get kind of flustered and you start screwing up, and especially with public speaking. Yeah, totally. Uh, I would like to call my own boof if I could. Did you boof recently? I boofed recently. Uh, also, I like the name of this, and every time I, I boof, I'm going to try and remember to call my own boof, just like call, calling your own bluff, right? Uh, so this is what happened when I first got back from Christmas vacation. Beckler, you were away. So I was away for five or six days or whatever. You were away this day. Uh, it was the first time I'd put the microphone on since uh, Christmas. Yeah, that first newscast of it, the first time you come back from holidays is always yep. a high high-risk buff scenario, isn't and it? And it was, yeah. I hadn't uh, put the microphone on in a few <laughs> days, and it was a little rusty, and this was what happened during the newscast, okay? Feel free to laugh, by the way. News. Canada's environment minister has There's issued one. a challenge to other countries to develop, develop their own What's carbon that? taxes to curb greenhouse gas emissions. But this comes at the same time a new survey, ha- survey has exposed <laughs> that most... Yeah, yeah, three of them. Boof. And then I leveled it after that and it was fine. But that was three boofs in a very short amount of time. We have Canada's environment minister. I forgot how to say environment there. And then develop, develop their own 
Develop couldn't say that word, and that new survey ha- survey has a survey. I was expecting it. To, that wasn't too bad because you you collected yourself and kept going. I did. It's when you really start when you really get in a boof hole. Yeah, and you just can't stop boofing. That's when. So the third one, I actually almost started laughing at myself though, and then like I was like, okay, don't. But I I was that close because after that I was like, what is going on with your mouth here? What's so, happening? Sometimes it helps if you just say boof, and I then should have just done that. <laughs> I should have just stopped after the third one. You know what? We're going to try again later. Uh, Not ready for this yet. (laughs) Our top story this morning is local radio host booth several times right out of the gate. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.